This is Brain Diet, episode number 81. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 81, Night Eating. Before we get into it, I want to ask for a review if you have not left one for the podcast. It really helps me reach more people when I have more reviews, and it's really fun for me to connect with you as an audience. So if you haven't, I would really appreciate it. So thank you in advance. Let's get into what we are talking about. Today, we are talking about night eating. And I'm not talking about a planned meal that we're eating at 10 o'clock if it's just the way that your schedule has gone or you know, something that you've thought ahead of time, okay, I'm gonna eat my dinner or eat whatever at this time. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about when your day is over, when your meals are over, when your tasks are over, when everything from the day has kind of quieted down and you want to eat. You have the urge to go into your kitchen and find the foods that are packaged chips cookies oreos treats right i don't think most of us have this urge to go and like i just want to go eat some chicken i'm really feeling some chicken at 11 o'clock at night (laughs) that's usually not the case though that can apply here in a way usually what happens is that once the day quiets down you have the urge to go and reach for the packaged and the processed things so this is something that i coach on a lot. So I actually have been really excited to do this episode because it is something that is so common for people. And when I coach on it, clients will come to me and say, okay, tell me what to do. It's eight o'clock and I want to eat. And if there were a quick fix for this, I would be so thrilled to offer it. If there was like, oh, just do this and then it will solve for that. I would be so happy to be able to offer that. However, This urge that you have in the moment to eat at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever it is when that day quiets down for you and it's time to kind of wind down, that moment is kind of like the end of a movie. So what we have to do is look at what story has played out beforehand in order to know how we got to this conclusion of the day. Think about a time that you have not wanted to eat in the evening. We just recently returned from a trip to Disneyland and evening time, get back to the hotel with two kids. We've had the whole day of walking and everything starts to quiet down. Everyone's going to sleep and I had no desire to eat. (laughs) I just wanted to lay down and go to sleep, even though it was the same type of environment where at home, sometimes in that evening hour, I will have this urge to eat something. So why is it? What is the difference between a day at Disneyland, getting home and not having any desire to eat and having a day just at our house, a regular day in our life where we do, where that urge comes up for us in the evening? And if you actually look back at how the day went, it all makes sense. And I will explain why. Many of us in our lives live in such a way where we are operating from this space of Go, go, go all day. 
And most of the stuff you're doing in the day, you don't have a happy-go-lucky mindset about it. It's like, okay, let's hurry. Okay, I've got my to-do list. Okay, someone's not cooperating. Okay, I got to get into the grind. Okay, this is so hard. Okay, I'm so exhausted, right? This is usually the dialogue that fuels us getting through a regular day in our life. And there are two specific thoughts that I want to speak to today that I think are present in most of the people that encounter this type of evening urges wanting to eat when maybe it isn't what they planned or maybe when it's not in alignment with their goals. And those two pieces of dialogue are number one, I have to. And number two, everything is all on me. I am responsible for everything. If all day long you have been busy because you feel like you have to, and you keep telling yourself that you are carrying the weight of everything, when the day is done and everything quiets down outside of you, you are left with that weight and you have no more energy to continue busying yourself. It makes perfect sense that with that weight, you would want to continue busying yourself eating. So you go eat to escape the have-tos and the weight of it's all on me. I'm responsible for everything. Night eating is essentially just a reflection of your relationship with yourself. If all day long you are judging yourself, being mean to yourself, thinking horrible thoughts, and then things get quiet, all of that that's happening in your brain starts to get loud. And in addition to the thoughts that you're having about yourself, your brain's inclination is to then go through the day and look at what went wrong. Our brains are problem solvers. And so when it has time to look for them and when we can listen to it, it's like, oh, everything went wrong today. And I didn't show up there very well. And I yelled at my kids and I didn't make dinner. And all the things that we think might have gone wrong start to come up for us. So then we have a thought like, I've just had such a long day and it's been a hard day. I just need to wind down and relax. Food doesn't relax us. It just gives us one more thing to do to busy ourselves against the dialogue happening in our mind. Food does not solve your relationship with yourself. It just takes your mind off of a mean conversation, but it doesn't rebuild that conversation. It doesn't rebuild that relationship. It just puts a buffer between you and what's going on in your mind. So when you eat at night, it's just you reinforcing that relationship with yourself. It's a signal that there is something off in your mindset that you need to get away from yourself at night. Like there is something so intolerable about just being with yourself that you will eat when your body doesn't need fuel just so you don't have to listen to what's going on in your brain. Think for a moment about what might come up for you if you had the urge to eat in the evening whenever that is for you and you didn't answer it. Think about what feelings would come up for you. Think about what thoughts you would have. What might happen? My guess is what you would find, it makes sense as to why you think it's so intolerable to be with that and not put a buffer between you and it. And again, as much as I could offer a one and done solution for this night eating, the work for this really comes with how you are talking to yourself. It really comes from your relationship with yourself. So let's take a look at the two big plot points of the movie that's happening during the day that can lead to this conclusion of night eating. If your day is filled with, I have to, I have to get up, I have to go to the gym, I have to take care of my kids, I have to make my kids breakfast, I have to make sure that my kids are dressed, I have to do the laundry, I have to get the groceries. If you are constantly thinking, I have to do something, you will feel powerless at the end of the day. 
you will feel like a victim to your life because you are constantly believing that you have to do all these things. And I want to tell you right now, you don't have to do anything. Did you know this? There is no one with a gun to your head saying you have to do these things. So in order to repair this relationship with yourself, it requires you to take away that have to mentality because it is a lie. For me, at nighttime, it's like, I don't have to bathe my kids. Instead, it's me thinking, you know what? I want clean kids. I don't want them to get dirt and crap all over their bed. I don't have to do the dishes either. It usually comes from a place of, I can easily take 90 seconds to see what I'm able to get done because I like to go to bed with a clean kitchen. The alternative to have to isn't necessarily, oh, I love to do this. You just have to come up with a reason that makes sense for you, that feels good. Secondly, if you are constantly thinking, everything is all on me, I'm responsible for everything, you will weigh yourself down and naturally feel exhausted by the end of the day. You have to question that belief. Is everything really on you? And even if you could argue with me that it's true, what is the upside in believing it? Because all it does is make you feel terrible. You can question a thought like this. Is it true? Am I really in charge of everything? Or am I getting help somewhere? Where is it in my life that I have additional aid and help available to me and people that do involve themselves in my life that help? How is it not true that I'm responsible for everything? And where is that I have to sneaking in? Where is that I have to do this? I have to make sure this is complete. I have to be in charge of this. Once you start to look for evidence of the contrary, you will find out that this is another lie, that everything is not all on you. You are not responsible for everything. Isn't that amazing? When you can really take ownership over that, you can find the things that you are so glad to have on you. There are some things in my life that I am so glad that they're on me, that they are my responsibility. And there are other things that I think are on me, but I have to remind myself they aren't. I'm glad I get to be the one to make dinner. I'm very particular about it. I actually like to cook. And even though it can be difficult with a work schedule and all sorts of different life elements happening, I'm so glad that I get to be the one to figure it out. I'm so glad that I get to be the one to try and feed my family in a way that I feel like is in alignment with who I want to be. I'm glad I get to be the one to do the laundry because again, I'm very particular about it. And does that mean that I love doing laundry and that I love making dinner all the time? Absolutely not. But I'm still glad that I get to be the one. And in addition to that, I'm glad that I get to be the one. And then I'm able to see, actually, my husband, Ben, helps out a lot. And if I'm not looking for it, I'm not going to pay attention to it. I'm not going to notice it. But my husband, Ben, helps out a lot. I have family members that help out a lot. I have to constantly remind myself, everything in the world isn't on my shoulders right now. Because when I do that, it takes a whole lot of weight that I'm carrying around and it lifts it. It's hard to sit with yourself at night if you haven't managed your mind all day long. So in order to work on this night eating at 8 p.m., the work starts at 8 a.m. You have to notice what is the dialogue that's playing in my brain throughout the day. At the end of the day, the brain is tired. All day, it's been mentally stimulated. It's been exerting itself, solving problems, getting things done, thinking about things. That is mental exertion and it can be 
tiring. And so that tired brain, unless it's had preparation and deliberate direction all day long, it will by default go to negativity, exhaustion, and just wanting to run away from itself. You have to take that information and know, okay, I got to do some work ahead of time. I got to be prepared for this because I know that if I don't manage my mind all day, if I just let it run by default, I will set myself up for this type of urge night eating and it will make it very difficult for myself. It's in those quiet moments when everything comes to the surface. Night eating is just the symptom of a mismanaged mind that's been running wild all day long. And those thoughts that are running wild are about you and about your life and about what's going on in it. So of course it makes sense that you would want to run away if you're telling a terrible story all day long. This doesn't mean that paying attention to this story and working on changing it will be a one and done fix. It begins with just paying attention and little changes in how you talk about things. It starts with you looking for what has gone right, what you appreciate about yourself, how proud you are of what hard work you have accomplished. It starts with you saying, "Mm, brain, we're not going to go there. I know usually you want to go there. You want to be negative. You want to think exhausted thoughts. You want to believe that you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, but we're not going to go there today. It's a gentle reminder of like, hey, uh uh-uh, we're not going that way. (laughs) What are you currently thinking throughout the day? What do you think about your life? Or at night, when that urge comes up, if you were to look back on your day, How do you feel about your day? How do you feel about yourself in that moment? How do you feel about your life? How do you feel about your problems? It can be so revealing to ask those questions because when you answer them, it's like, oh, no wonder I'm going to food. What is the background noise to your life? Have you ever been into a store at the mall and the music is so loud? Some of them I feel such relief walking out of without even realizing that I was bombarded with music the whole time. But once I get out of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so much quieter and more peaceful out here. (laughs) Imagine if you had that type of background noise running in your brain all day long, that background music. That's kind of what's happening with the way that you're thinking about your day. All of this work, all of this attention to what it is you are thinking throughout the day, this is not necessarily so that the urges go away in the evening, because the truth is they won't. By brain design, it's just something that will probably continue to come up for you, but they can absolutely decrease in strength when you learn how to relate to them in a different way. You're always going to have these because you have a primal brain that is always going to think, what in the moment right now is going to feel good? It doesn't think about the future. It just wants to think about right now. That primal brain doesn't go away when you do the work to change your story. But adjusting that background noise throughout the whole day so that you can relate to urges in a completely different and productive way, you can have the energy to feel them. You can have the clarity of mind to understand them and you won't feel the need to run away. You'll be able to believe I can have the urge to eat and be totally comfortable just being with myself instead. That is when you are truly in charge and when you are truly empowered is because you are so comfortable with yourself that you don't feel the need to run away and escape through food at the end of a day that's been filled with all sorts of thoughts. So call out the thoughts, I have to. It's a lie. You don't have to do anything. You get to choose to do whatever you want. You get to find a reason that you like for doing it. Call out the thought, it's all on me. I'm responsible for everything here. That's not true. Don't believe those things. 
check in with what other stories, what other movie plot points are playing in your mind all throughout the day and work on changing that background noise. That's what creates a completely different experience in the evening. If this resonates with you, if this makes sense, if this sounds familiar to something that you experience and you want to work on this more, you can apply to work with me. There is an application in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Thank you.